Hey, welcome back to Crimes and Closets. This is Beth in my closet in North Carolina. And this is Christy in my closet in St. Louis. Happy Monday. Oh, happy Monday. Recording from the tundra. That's what you wrote. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been laughing, honestly, because you're so cold. You're in the snow. You're in negative degree temperatures. And you guys are like running around and going to basketball and wrestling and, you know, activities here, here in the Carolinas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it gets below freezing one night. School's delayed. <laughs> Dentist appointments are canceled. Everybody nopes <laughs> back to their home. Like, we don't go anywhere. It shuts down. I appreciate it personally yeah. because I don't want to go out in it. But it's been making me laugh because you're like, oh my gosh, it feels like negative 23 degrees. And I'm like, oh, you're hunkering down. You're like, no, we're at basketball. <laughs> Meanwhile, here it's 18 degrees and everyone is like the roads are empty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I wanted to hunker down, but they had stuff. And so I was oh. like, well, okay. It's just crazy <laughs> that they don't cancel it because here they do. Well, but it was just cold. Like, uh-huh. I, I don't understand canceling for cold unless it's, like, way negative. Mm-hmm. But, like, canceling just cold doesn't make any sense. Any negative <laughs> is way negative, first of well, all. Yeah. And so my kids had dentist appointments this morning, like, day of recording, and it got down to, like, 18 degrees. No joke. 30 minutes before their appointment, the dentist office calls me and is like, are you guys coming in? <laughs> Because apparently yes. so many people were canceling. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to go out. They called in cold. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it. I would love to not to go out in it. I literally told you I had plans to hunker down. And then all of a sudden I was like, great, wrestling and basketball. What the heck? Mm-hmm. But anyway, it was it was gross. And then it's now 30. And yesterday was like 30 something and sunny and all the snow melted. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And- well, not in our front yard because we don't have sun in our front yard, just in our backyard. Um, and we walked to wrestling, the wrestling match last night. Oh my gosh. Right behind us. It takes us like seven minutes to walk. But anyway, it just feels so warm to me. I'm like, why? There's something wrong. <laughs> that is, that's disturbing. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. But it's been making me laugh. And then we've all been baking. Yeah. Literally everyone that I'm like, that's like in my inner circle of friends has been baking. For mm-hmm. days, like bake. So now we're all just sitting at home eating the bread and cookies that we've been making. Yeah. So bad. <laughs> I made that the, over the weekend because it was a long weekend. We had Friday and Monday off, and then they got a snow day on Tuesday. So I had them here for five days. <sighs> Damp January was real hard for a few days. Um, Damn. It's <laughs> <laughs> cute. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't take credit for it. Somebody else said it once. Um, but anyway, I baked 10 loaves of bread. I made eight. 10 loaves. Eight, eight dough, like individual pizza doughs for dinner mm-hmm. one night. Two pans of focaccia bread, chocolate chip cookies. And then I can't remember what the other thing Crackers. Was. You made oh, crackers. crackers. I made crackers out of my sourdough. Now you got to make sourdough hamburger buns because I saw that on TikTok. Oh, well, yesterday. Shoot, yeah. <laughs> I saw that on TikTok yesterday. I was like, oh, there's another project for Christy whenever it gets cold again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can't believe actually 30. Yeah, how easy sourdough crackers were. 
Because mm-hmm. I've been eyeing recipes for a long time, and then your friend, you sent a picture of your friend doing it, and I was like, I'm going to do it. And I was like, man, I could literally do this like once a week and make us crackers for the week because Emery mm-hmm. loves them. Even Xavier loves them. They were so good. Yeah. And I think I have to work on like the timing and the temperature because they got a little too dark for me. I'd like them to be a little lighter, mm-hmm. but they still taste how they're going to taste, so they're fine. But Love anyway. that. Yeah, so good. What are you guys doing? What's your cold weather activity? <laughs> Let us know. Yeah, All right. Exactly. Um, I don't have any orders of business. Do you? Mm, no. No news? Mm-mm. No news is good news? Okay. Well, we hope you guys are staying warm. But something that might chill your spine a little bit is this case that I have coming for you if you're ready for it. Okay. Okay. Now on Netflix, inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman, comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. All right. This case was suggested by our listener, Brittany D. Oh, hey, Brittany. Thanks. Hey, Brittany. This case is awful. I know. You said that this week when you were talking to me about it. Yeah. It's very frustrating. It is technically a closed case, but it is one of those ones that no one believes was investigated properly. Mm -hmm. Great. Me and Brittany included. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Um, Also, this case hits home for me, and it will for you as well, because it involves the death of a 12-year-old boy. Oh, no. Yep, who I have a 12-year-old currently. You almost did. Uh I mean, he's 13 now, but. Yeah. So I'm going to walk you through what happened in the case and the investigation, and then I'm going to point out, like, the inconsistencies in the evidence and what the family believes points to, like, a different what okay you know situation mm-hmm. of what happened yep. so mm-hmm. just bear with me for today's case we are going to yorktown virginia okay yorktown is considered to be a part of virginia's historic triangle along with jamestown and williamsburg oh. so it's in southeastern virginia not too far actually from the north carolina border mm-hmm. okay it's on the water it seems very lovely And it is a very safe town. Okay. Okay. So this is the case of the death of Sean Doherty. Sean? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Sean Patrick Doherty was born on November 8th of 2009. So he is a fellow Scorpio. Not Irish at all. I know, right? Yeah, Sean Patrick. His dad's name is Timothy, which I'm getting ready to say too. He was born to parents Timothy and Ramona and had an older sister named Maria who was four years older than him. His mom, Ramona, is from Latvia. I don't know. She has a very beautiful accent. Okay. So I believe that Sean's family was originally from a small town in North Carolina named 
Southern Pines. We know Southern Pines well. We have weekended in Southern Pines several times. They have a great adult arcade. Yes, they do. (laughs) Did we talk about that on Patreon? I don't even know. So, but yeah, we have we have real connections to Southern Mm -hmm, Pines. mm Sean's parents separated and divorced when he was young, and both of them remarried. Sean's father remarried a woman named Vivi, and Sean's mother remarried a man named Jared Rebus. Okay. So Sean lived primarily with his mom and his stepdad, Jared. Okay. Because I think that they moved. So dad stays in North Carolina. Mom, stepdad, leave. Got it. He goes with them, and then he has the older sister, Maria, too. So his mom and stepdad went on to have two additional children, both boys. So Sean becomes the second of four children. Okay. In the Doherty Rebus household was Sean's mom, Ramona, and stepdad, Jared. They were both lieutenant colonels in the United States Air Force. And had very busy and successful careers. Because they were a military family, they moved around a lot and eventually landed in Yorktown, Virginia. Okay. Since Sean's parents were both pretty high ranking, they were gone a lot. So Sean's grandmother, his mom's mom, also lived with them. Okay. And they had a nice brick home. Grandma primarily helped to take care of, like, the younger kids. Because the there was quite an age gap. So I want to say there's like a seven-year age gap between Sean and then his next brother. So while the other kids were at school, Grandma would stay home and be there to help out if both parents had to be away or with work mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. watching the toddlers. At the time that this case took place, which is in April of 2022, so it's very recent, Sean was 12 years old. His older sister, Marie, was 16, and the two younger boys were five and two. Okay. Sean was in sixth grade at Tab Middle School. He was described as sweet, smart, loving, and empathetic. He loved Star Wars, Disney, and video games, specifically Fortnite. Oh, so he's a typical tween. Yeah, he's essentially my oldest son, except my Mm -hmm. oldest son does not like Star Wars. Sean was a straight-A student and a gifted musician. His mom said, I love this quote, so I had to include it, Sean was enamored by delight and enjoyment. He spread that vicariously to all in his vicinity. That made the world a better place. Oh my gosh. I I already hate this. I love that. Mm Mm-hmm. During spring break that April, Sean's family went on a Disney cruise for an entire week. Sean loved the cruise and he was totally in his element. Like I was Disney just thinking cruise, Star Wars. Were we, were we on the same Disney cruise at the same time? I have the dates of it. I can send them to you later. That would be bananas. So he loved everything about it. And the family came home on Sunday on a very high note like kind of basking in the glow of such a great vacation. They loved the cruise so much that they actually immediately booked another Disney cruise to Alaska for August, which was just four months from now. So the family was also preparing for a move to the Washington DC area. So his parents had gotten jobs at the Pentagon 
Okay. And so they had just sold their house, but they rented back a few months so that they could stay, find a mm -hmm. house in the area where they were going and like prepare for their move. But they were planning on moving in like a month. Okay. Sean was very excited for this move. He loved new adventures and the whole family was just like packing up, getting ready. After getting home from their Disney vacation, they got back into the normal routine of school and work and were just having like a normal week. On Thursday, April 14th of 2022, Sean went to school as normal and he rode the bus home. He got off the bus around 3 p.m., which was normal time, and he walked the short distance from the bus stop to his house. When he got home, his grandmother, who was there watching the two-year-old, was like in a hurry. So she needed to have a medical test done, and she had gotten a call that day that they were able to see her at 3.30. So it was kind of like a last-minute appointment from what I understand. And so she told Sean, you know, I've got to go. Your mom is coming to pick me up in a few minutes to take me to this medical appointment. Would you mind looking after your younger brother for an hour or so until we get home. Okay. Sean didn't mind this at all. He liked hanging out with his younger brothers and the two-year-old was actually napping on the couch. So that's like a pretty easy gig because mm -hmm. he's just asleep anyway. So Sean's mom showed up to pick up his grandmother and she spoke to Sean. She thanked him for being willing to helping out to help out last minute. Sean said no problem. He was going to do his homework he was going to do his chores, which on that day was gathering up all of the trash in the house and taking it out. And then he planned to play video games with his friends. So a few minutes after mom and grandma left, Sean's mom called him again and said she would like for him to go ahead and wake the baby up, like the two-year-old up, because apparently he had been asleep for several hours and since it was getting later in the day, like it's after three o'clock at this point, she was worried that he wouldn't go to bed. So Sean said that was fine. He would wake him up. He would fix him a snack once he finished his homework and his chores. So Sean did his homework quickly and submitted a picture of himself online holding up his homework at 3.09 p.m. Oh, okay. At 3.27, Sean's mom called him again. And she said that she really appreciated Sean helping out with his brother, that she knew it was last minute. She was sorry she that he had to wake him up. And she said, I understand that you had plans to play video games with your friends. And so I want you to still be able to do that. So why don't you wake brother up, give him a snack and give him the iPad and just bring him to your bedroom with you and let him watch videos while you play games. So that way you can still, you know, have mm -hmm. your time with your friends. Sean loved this idea and said he was about to gather up the trash and he would get the iPad off the charger in the kitchen when he was done and would wake brother up and take him upstairs. Okay. Around 4.45 or so, mm -hmm. Sean's older sister, Maria, came home. So she had been at a tennis match after school and had gotten dropped off and went to go into the house, but the front door was locked. And apparently she didn't have a key. So she rang the bell. She knocked. She didn't get an answer. So she was annoyed because she needed to get changed like pretty quickly because she was getting ready to go somewhere with her boyfriend mm -hmm. who was his mom was going to be picking her up and she had just been at this tennis match. So she needed to like take a shower, get dressed and she couldn't get in the house. So she called her mom 
who was at the appointment with grandma. And the mom said, well, Sean is home, but he's probably just gaming. So, you know, he can't hear you or whatever. Headphones on. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Maria called and texted Sean multiple times, but he didn't answer. So she's frustrated. She's like, dude, let me in the house. And she decided that she was going to try the back door. So she walked around to the backyard, like through the fence and into the backyard. And as she got in the backyard, she noticed someone by the swing set. Okay. So trigger here. Yeah. Nervous about this person person by the swing set. (laughs) Yeah. So she saw a person hanging by their neck from the top rail of the swing set with Mm. a bag over their head. So she's confused. This person is not moving. So she yelled hello, but she didn't get a response. So she like looked around and she saw that there was a landscaper in the neighbor's yard who like heard her yell and then noticed what she was looking at. And he also was like, what in the world is going on? So, Maria is like trying to process what she's seeing, and she realized that the person that she was looking at hanging looked like her 12 year old brother, Sean. Oh my goodness gracious. So, she ran up to him immediately and she like grabbed him by the waist and was trying to like lift him to take the pressure off of his neck. And with her other hand, she called 911. So, that call came in at 4 54 p.m. Sean was hanging by the swing set railing with a shoelace type string. That's what it looked like to her at first. He had a black cloth bag, or I don't think it was black, but he had a cloth bag over his head. He was wearing an oversized men's shirt and pants. Okay. His arms were restrained to the side of his body with a very tight belt. Like a leather belt. Okay. Sean was barefoot, but the bottoms and the like tops of his feet were t- were on the ground. So like he's hanging very low, his knees are bent, and the tops of his feet are like dragging on the ground. So it's okay. not a tall swing set. Okay. Right, but not enough to get keep him from hanging. No, like, he could have stood up. Oh, he could have. 100%. Oh, okay. So, because that's what I was thinking, but I'm wondering, like, well, he's hanging though. Okay. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. With you now. So, the string around his neck was very loose, and he was so low to the ground that Maria, who was 16, was able to just like slip her finger in the string and get his head out and like lower him to the ground. So, with 911's like help, the dispatcher's help, she performed CPR on her brother for six minutes until the EMTs arrived. Shortly after they got there, Sean's mom and grandma got home and walked into the backyard basically just in time to see the paramedics like removing the belt from Sean, which they had difficulty doing because it was so tight around him. And they were like using a defibrillator to Mm. shock his heart back into the rhythm. They thought that they detected a faint heartbeat, so they loaded him into the ambulance and took him to the hospital. Sean's mom ran inside the house to look for the two-year-old because she had left them both there. He was okay. He was awake. He was hiding behind like a a pile of laundry. She said that he seemed very lethargic, so almost like he had been crying so hard that he like exhausted himself. 
Oh my gosh, poor baby. I know. So Sean's stepdad was also called. He was in Williamsburg, which is like a nearby town. He was with the five-year-old and he quickly drove like the 35 minutes or so to the hospital to meet the family. Once they got there, they were told that 12-year-old Sean had been pronounced dead. Mm. So he didn't make it. Sean's mom was allowed some time with his body in the hospital and she immediately noticed like weird things about what he looked like. So the oversized men's clothing that I mentioned he was wearing belonged to his stepfather, Jared. Okay. He had on his underwear, his jeans, and a button-down dress shirt. Super odd. I'm so confused by all of this. Oh, just you wait, honey. Okay. Because I'm also thinking like where he was was like posed. Because if he could have stood up, then why wouldn't he have stood up and – Anyway, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. Keep going. Yep. Uh, We'll keep going. So once they got there, um, or I'm sorry, once mom got to the hospital and she saw his body, she was like, listen, this is not normal. These are not his clothes. Something is off here. She also noticed that his glasses were missing, which he wore glasses all the time. He had really, Mm -hmm. really bad eyesight. So he constantly had glasses on. And she also noticed that he had blood on one of his hands. and. She. This is heartbreaking, and I'm so sorry. She specifically said that she kissed his feet and noticed that the bottoms of them were completely clean, which was odd to her because this is April, and he was found barefoot in their muddy backyard. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mom immediately suspected that something was off. And she told the police about it. And they took her seriously. They escorted her out of the room and said that they were going to open up a death investigation. So Sean, again, he had really bad eyesight. He wasn't able to really function without his glasses. So it was strange that he didn't have them with him. His glasses were later found in the backyard, like a bit away from where he was found. Mm -hmm. They were broken and one lens was missing and never found. That's weird. Like super weird. The police searched the home, but they found no signs of foul play or an intruder. They immediately assumed that Sean had completed suicide. Immediate assumption by the police. Okay. That's what I was going to ask you because when you said that they took her seriously and said they were going to open a death investigation, which clearly just means like, okay, we need to figure out why he died or how he died. But I was Mm -hmm. wondering, like, they think he completed suicide? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because he was found hanging. Sean's friends and family were like, no. We are not accepting this. When they got back to the house after the police searched it, they noticed several odd things about the house. So I think it was like situations that maybe if you didn't live there, you wouldn't notice were strange, but the family noticed. So one was that Sean had collected the garbage from all of the cans in the house and he had left two tied up like full garbage bags in the kitchen by the back door. Like he was preparing to take them out. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he had done his chores. He did his homework. Remember, we know Mm -hmm. he had done his chore and just never took the trash bags out. Fresh trash bags were put in all of the trash cans and his Crocs were found like by the bags. So that was interesting to his parents because he hated to be barefoot. Like he was one of those kids that would like 
wear shoes to school and then come home and put on like house shoes and mm-hmm. wear them around the house because he didn't like to be barefoot. So it was weird to him, to them, that his shoes were there. He was found barefoot. Sean had made a snack of peaches, which was his favorite like after school snack. And it was still in a bowl on the counter, like untouched. This is not a 12-year-old who's going to complete suicide behavior. Absolutely. And just wait. This isn't even everything, okay? So the iPad that he was going to grab to give to his little brother to watch while he played video games was still on the charger. So he never grabbed that. And he never logged in to his game. They also found a handprint located on the glass door in the kitchen and it was on the inside so like someone was inside the house and pushed open the back glass door and Mm -hmm. left a handprint this handprint was larger than any family member in the house so it was very odd like it was noticeably huge Mm -hmm. next to the full garbage bags were several other garbage bags like laying on the floor empty ones and Sean's mom noticed these because they didn't they weren't the same as the garbage bags that they had in their home. Oh. So like she purchased this certain, you know, like I go to Sam's Club, I buy my garbage bags, they're the same every single time. Mm-hmm. If right. somebody brings in like a different color garbage bag, I'm gonna know it's not ours. So mm-hmm. she knew that these garbage bags were not, they couldn't find them anywhere else in the house. She didn't recognize them. Sean's family also found the clothing that they that he had worn to school that day. So he uploaded a photo of himself too about an hour and a half before he was found dead and the shirt that he was wearing and the shorts were missing from the home. So like at school that day he wore a t-shirt and then he had like a flannel shirt over it and then a pair of shorts. They found the flannel shirt but they couldn't find the t-shirt or the shorts. His underwear was found in the master bedroom of the home. What? So, like, his parents' room. Why just, would a 12-year-old who is going to complete suicide dump his underwear in his parents' bedroom? Put on his stepfather's clothing. Put on his stepfather's clothing. Go outside barefoot like he Hide would his never. Clothing. Hide his clothing to where they could never find it, right? Did they ever find ever. it? Ever. They've never found it. Right. Yeah. So what did he do with them? He was like ran down the street in his stepdad's clothing and was like, I'm going to put these somewhere else. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, carry on. So also the thermostat, this is kind of an off-handed thing, but the thermostat in the house was set to 85 degrees, which like never happened. It was like super weird. They were like, what mm-hmm. in the world is this about? So the rope that was found around Sean's neck. Mm-hmm. that he was hanging by the police describe it as a cord but i saw a picture of it it is not a cord it's like a drawstring okay like it's very thin like maria his sister had said it looked like a shoelace that's how thin it was okay right mm-hmm. so the bag that was over his head was identified as belonging to the family So it was actually a cloth bag that was used to store motorcycle helmets. So we have motorcycle helmets in my house, and we absolutely have these bags. So they had them, and they had two of them in the garage, and they were in a pile for donation, like to Mm -hmm. go to like a donation place. One of those bags was found over Sean's head. The 
other bag was still in the garage, but was missing the drawstring. So that drawstring was identified as the one that he had been hanging by. Okay. So now, there was- okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to the cord thing. Because when mm-hmm. you're in your head, when you think of a cord, you think of like uh, a power cord or a phone cord or whatever. But a cord is actually like a thin piece of rope. Well, true. Yes. Okay. So that's how they describe it. It just okay. makes it sound. No, I know. It made it sound like it, it was something different than just. Like a rigid, something rigid and hard yes. and like sturdy. Agreed. Not Agreed. Not what this is. Yeah. Okay. So there was also a pair of boots found nearby where those motorcycle ba- helmet bags had been. And one of the boots was partially unlaced. Almost like someone had planned to like take the shoelace out, but then saw the bags and was like, oh, I'll do that instead. That'll be quicker. Okay. Okay. Police took the underwear that the parents had found into evidence and they took a print of the handprint found on the back door and they claimed that the handprint was not enough to get a good fingerprint and that there was no evidence found on the underwear. Police also determined that the only DNA found on the bag and the drawstring belonged to Sean. So there was no one else's DNA on those items. Okay, so they wore gloves. Uh, Right. Surveillance footage from the school was obtained from the day that Sean died. Sean can be seen in the hallway with a friend, bouncing around, smiling, laughing, joking, perfectly normal. All of Sean's friends and teachers said that he was happy, that there were no red flags, no issues that day or the whole week before or any time ever. Sean had no searches on his phone, computer, or iPad about suicide, um, self-harm, depression, hanging, like none of those types of things. And he had no history of like persistent sadness or depressive thoughts or anything like that. There were several neighbors whose homes overlooked the family's backyard. So like if you were in their second story, you could see into the yard. Mm-hmm. Sean's parents actually walked around and asked the neighbors if they saw or heard anything. And all of the neighbors said that they did not see or hear anything unusual that day. They also said that police had never approached them to question them about what they oh. may have seen. Okay. So there were no neighborhood surveillance camera footage obtained. No security cameras were seized or searched by police. Sean's family was assured that their son's death was being investigated. And they said, just be quiet. Stop talking to your neighbors. Don't release any details. You're not investigating well enough if you didn't even ask the neighbors anything. Right. But at this time, Sean's parents are like trying to trust police. And so they're like, okay. So Sean's cause of death was listed as asphyxiation. He did have very minimal petechial hemorrhaging, which would – it's like those little red dots, Mm -hmm. which would indicate like a strangulation type Mm -hmm. death. He had bruising and discoloration on his hands and wrists from being so tightly bound with the belt. And again, like I said, the EMS report actually indicates that they had a hard time getting that belt off because they had to take the belt off of him to do the defibrillator. And it was notched so tightly that they had like a hard time to the point where they put it in their report. Like it took extra time for us to get this off of him. I forgot about the belt. Mm -hmm. 
But also, a 12-year-old completing suicide is going to also tie his hands behind his back? Behind his back? Or in front? No, they weren't behind his back. They were to his sides. Like, down by his sides. And the belt was around him. But still, really? How are you going to even do that? How are you going to even place that on yourself? A hundred percent. Okay, so let's play this out. Let's just, let me just go through everything really quick, okay? We have a 12-year-old who had a perfectly fine day, Mm -hmm. just coming off a great vacation, came home from school and was surprised that he needed to babysit his two-year-old sleeping brother. So he didn't Mm -hmm. know that he was going to be left alone that Mm -hmm. day until he walked in the door. Right. He did his homework and turned it in, made himself a snack. Started his daily chores of gathering up the trash, left the trash by the back door, and then decided he wanted to complete suicide. Right. Like, why would you, if you're going to do that, why would you do your homework? You'd be like, oh, it doesn't matter. Why would I take the garbage then, out? It doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. He then changed into his stepfather's clothing, hid his clothes, tried to get a shoelace from a boot, then got the motorcycle helmets. He then went into the backyard barefoot without getting any mud or dirt on his feet. He broke his glasses, did away with one of the lenses. That's never be found. Mm -hmm. He then put a bag over his head, bound his own hands so tightly with a belt that grown men could not get it off easily, and then hung himself with his knees basically on the ground. Only dying because he didn't stand up. What I what in the Sam Hill is happening right now? Because that doesn't even make sense. I feel like even if you did that, fine. He went and did that. The fact that he could stand up would just be an automatic response. Like your body would just be like, no, don't do that. that well, I will. Yes, I agree. But there are situations of people who have completed suicide in that way. And have okay. been able okay. to save themselves and just not. Like, that right, is but not a tw- I not feel common. Like, has it been a 12 year old? Because I feel like you need a lot of willpower to do that. 100%. To not stand up. Also, he somehow managed to leave an oversized large handprint on the glass door to the kitchen. Right. And all of this happened in about a 75 minute time frame. So, very quickly. Without any signs of depression, self-harming behaviors, or suicidal thoughts. Mm-hmm. And last minute, because he didn't know he was going to be home alone with his baby brother. Despite all of these circumstances, on Monday, four days after Sean's death, law enforcement went to the school and held an assembly with all of Sean's classmates. They informed him, them of his death and offered grief counseling and support and also discussed suicide and the warning signs and resources for them. So that goes to, I mean, they didn't say he died by suicide, but they did basically. Mm-hmm. Yes. Implied it. So it's very clear to everyone that they're all pretty set on the fact that Sean had done this to himself. A day or so after that, an automated call went out to all of the families in the school informing them of Sean's death. They also held a press conference telling the public that there was no threat to their community. This is ridiculous. 
Ridiculous. Regardless of all of this, Sean's cause of death was listed as hanging and the manner of death was listed as a suicide. And as of June 2022, Sean's death investigation was closed with no foul play indicated. No, I do not accept this. The family was told to move on and that suicide was always shocking and unbelievable to families. Just move on, guys. Are you kidding me right now? I don't know that I've ever been so pissed in my life about a case. I told you. Sean's family was obviously outraged and decided at that point to stop being silent and to speak out. So they believed that someone had come into their home and killed Sean and staged it as a suicide after the fact. They went public with their concerns about the investigation and with all of the like odd things that they had found surrounding Sean's death. They created a Facebook page called What Happened to Sean. They have an email. They have a phone number for tips. And they made signs that went up all over town that said, what happened to Sean? Mm, okay. Like yard signs. Mm-hmm. Sean's mom went public with the fact that the two-year-old who had been home had told her that he had woken up and seen a man chasing and hitting Sean. And even went so far as to act out what he had seen. And he said that the man had touched his arm. No, this is a two-year-old. But still, two-year-olds don't just like make that stuff up. You wouldn't think so. Especially with like, who's going to coerce, like no coercion whatsoever. She also said, okay, and this is weird that she approached one neighbor and the landscaper. Do you remember how sister had seen a landscaper in the next door? Mm -hmm. And she like, this was on the day that Sean had died. And she asked them like, did you see anything? What happened? Like you live right next door. What's going on? And the landscaper had like acted nervous and walked away and muttered what she thinks. He said, I didn't know him. The one who did it. Nothing else has ever been said about that. The one okay. who did it? Yes. Now, hmm. which could have been Sean. Like, I didn't know Sean, the one who completed suicide. I didn't know okay. him. You could argue that. You could also argue the other person yeah. that did uh-huh. it. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. In August of 2022, the police department held a press conference to address the allegations being made against their investigation. So they claimed that the ground was dry which explained why Sean's feet were clean. They also said that the handprint that the parents had seen had not been there during their initial search of the home. And so they can't say like whether they couldn't get a print off it anyways, but they can't say that it was actually there. Like maybe one of the cops left the handprint or something like that, which is possible. Mm -hmm. And that only Sean's DNA was found on like the noose around his neck. So they could, there was no other DNA. There was no evidence that anybody else Mm -hmm. had been in the home. Anybody else had touched or been around him or his body, like nothing. They just didn't Mm -hmm. have any evidence of it. They said that they believed they had fully investigated Sean's death as with the evidence that they had and that it had been ruled on a suicide based on what they found, which is fair ish. I guess if you just based it on evidence, but, like, there's so many other circumstantial things that make it not make sense. All, all of this circum, there's so many circumstantial things. I feel like they totally outweigh 
okay, you don't have DNA because you only have his. Fine, they wore a glove. It's totally possible. But if they wore a glove, how'd they leave a handprint? Well, they didn't wear it until they killed him. Oh, and okay. But the handprint was on the inside. Right. So it's like they didn't put it on until they were like, I don't, I don't know. But they were inside the house and they didn't put the gloves on right away. Mm-hmm. So I mean, then they put it's, it's, it's all possible. That's the problem. Okay. Like, okay, all question. Of- uh-huh. Sorry. So front door was locked because that's why sister couldn't get in. Correct. Okay. So that back person door would was have- not locked. Back okay. That was, was my locked. question. Is that the back door was because she went around the back and that's when she saw him. So I didn't Mm -hmm. know if we knew. So when mom got there, she went to the backyard first. They loaded Sean up into the ambulance. She ran in the back door to get little brother and it was not locked. Okay. Okay. So that's how we know that. Okay. Okay. So is that all your questions? I have more. Literally yes. just a little bit. No, go okay. ahead. So the family updated the public in March of 2023. This is the last update I could find. They claimed that despite their attorney's multiple requests, they have never been given access to the case file. So like FOIA request, which is Freedom of Information Act, they've all been ignored. They were told that they were told at some point that the FBI had been brought in to analyze Sean's behavior on his phone at the time of his death to like find out was he texting people about like having depressive thoughts or self harm or anything that would be like an indication or a red flag. But the family was never given access. If that were done, they were not given access to the findings. So they don't really know if the FBI did that. And if they did, they don't know what they found. Okay. They've never been given access to crime scene photos, autopsy photos, or photos from the search of their home. Which is weird if it's a closed case. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just because they're being noisy and the police department is like, well, we're not going to help you. I don't know how that's legal even. No, that's what I was thinking. I also just wanted to point out that mom said whenever she was in the hospital with Sean and all the things that she noticed, like that he was wearing stepdad's clothes, that his feet were clean. She also said that he had blood on one of his hands, which is like never talked about by Hmm. anybody else. So that's very weird. Like, where did that come from? Yeah. Yeah. Because Because he didn't tell himself. Onto his side. Right. No. I don't think it was a lot of blood. I think it was just like a little bit. So the family continues to fight for justice for Sean. They 100% believe that there is more to his death than just a suicide. His mom actually runs the Facebook page, What Happened to Sean, and she believes that there was someone in their neighborhood at the time that saw or knows something Mm -hmm. and that it just hasn't been discovered yet. There is a GoFundMe that I will link where the family is trying to raise funds to hire an outside investigation firm to look further into Sean's death. There's also a change.org petition that I signed and will also link. This petition is asking the Virginia Bureau of Investigation and the FBI to reexamine the evidence in Sean's death. It currently has around like 8,200 signatures. Okay. So 
Is suicide a possibility? And no one saw it. Yes. The big thing for me is things that we've already said. Why did he turn in his homework? Why did Mm -hmm. he make a snack? Why did he change into his stepdad's clothes? And where are his clothes? Right. That's like the weirdest thing to me. Is like Where's his lens from his glasses? Doesn't it make more sense that someone left with those clothes? Because they had some sort of evidence on them, blood, DNA, something else. And also, why is no one talking about this case? I don't know. How have we never heard about this? Like Dateline, call me, Keith. Keith would be all over this case. Somebody needs to submit this. Maybe I should. You should. I don't know how that works, but do it. It is (laughs) insane to me. How this is no ridiculous. Is it's recent. It just happened in t- April of 2022. They're very, very like his mom. I watched multiple videos of her. She's a very lovely woman. She's so respectful and just like extremely intelligent. And I mean, almost all of the information that I got as far as like the timeline and all of the things that they found came from her mouth. Like I was furiously writing and pausing and writing and pausing like, and it was heart. That was also really heartbreaking too, to like hear her talk about how she walked into the backyard and like what she saw as soon as she got back there and like kissing his feet and things like that, like gut wrenching stuff. Mm -hmm. But she's so raw and she's so open and honest and I freaking believe her. Like, I don't know what happened to this kid. I don't know. I believe her. T- Excuse me. I believe her too. That this is not this is not a cut and dry. Yes, you're right. Suicide's an option. Mm-hmm. It is not cut and dry. It's I don't not think so like either. not that you should have closed the case that quickly. Right. Like if you kept looking into it and you're like, we just cannot prove anything. Like we don't have any physical evidence at all, ever, anywhere. Like we've talked to everyone up and down the street. We've searched all the sewers we've we've, yes yeah but you had it open and shut when you got there essentially Mm -hmm. i think i saw too i'm pretty sure that like so the police everyone got there around like let's say a little bit after five o'clock and it was before midnight And they were all done with like the search of the home and the backyard and all that stuff. So it was just like five Mm -hmm. hours. You know what I mean? Like it was so quickly done. And then the parents, like how did they not find the underwear in the bedroom? The parents came home and found that. After the police were like, you can come back home now. We've gathered all the evidence. Like, and like, I mean, did they just think that was like. Why were those not taken into evidence? Like the two random trash bags. Who brought those? Where are those trash bags from? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's just all so strange. And like, I think mom says at one point that there were like 17 things specifically that they found that they were like, this makes no sense. None of it makes sense. That point to to it not being a suicide. Right. My goodness. It's very sad. It's very upsetting. They lost their 12-year-old son. Like, I can't – the sister who found him, can you even freaking imagine? Like, Mm -mm. what an awesome 
Like mm-hmm. she's a survivor. I mean, she, that is so traumatic. The little brother who was there, who knows what he saw. Like, and that's the other thing too. Sean was like great brother. He would right. never have just left his two-year-old brother like that. Right. Like everything about this is out of character for him. Yeah. Wait, wait. Not that I'm trying to give ideas, but wait until you come home and you're home alone when you come right. home from school, if this is what you're going to do. Not leave your two-year-old brother to fend for himself and cry his eyes out for mm-hmm. however many hours. Oh, my gosh. Did Brittany give you her opinion? Oh, Brittany definitely thinks that there's more to it. Uh, there, There's 100% more to it. I don't even like, mm-hmm. there's like no question in my mind. Yes, you're right. And, you know, things are plausible, I, but there's no question in my mind that there's something fishy about this. I will say I very, almost all the time, tend to present things in a way that's like not biased. I mm-hmm. try to do that. I try to present things in a way that's unbiased. Yeah. I literally couldn't do it. No. Like, I I know I sound biased, but I only am just telling you what the facts are. Right. And the facts are so biased that, like, you can't spin it any other way. In my opinion, I get that there was no evidence. Like, okay, who did do it then? Right. Why? Right. Yeah. That's a question. Like, what was the motive here? If mm-hmm. Who did it? Who killed him? And why did they do that? I get that that is very, like perplexing like if you do spin it that way like okay he was murdered why why would someone just come into his house yeah and murder him put him in his stepfather's clothing and then stage it as a suicide and then and leave the little brother fine right who and why would do that i get that i get it but you can't ignore the facts and the improbability that it went another, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's right. just, it's very confusing to me. I'd, did I'd they ever said all week. Did they ever talk to the, um, the lawn guy? They said they did. Police. <sighs> yeah. They said, we don't know. Their case files are closed. That's a bunch of bull. Mm-hmm. So like, if it is, is so cut and dry, Give the family the files. Right. Yeah, exactly. Be like, here you go. This is what we've decided. And this is why. This is exactly why. Hmm. And if these are your concerns, this is how we explain them. Like, why don't we do that? Why? How? I mean. Because they're hiding something. Why? Who? Why are they hiding something? I don't get it. I don't understand any of it. I don't either. And that is the case of Sean Doherty. Patrick Doherty. Sean Patrick Doherty. Sean Patrick Doherty. Wow. Who is cute as a daggone button on that Disney cruise, by the way. Oh, no. I don't want to see a picture. You should. You should look at him. You should look at his face because he needs justice, I think. I'm going to look at his face. Okay. (laughs) He's so cute. Oh my gosh. How do you spell Sean? C nope. S E A N. C A N. Okay, I wasn't sure because the whole We have a friend named Sean and we call him C A N. Literally. (laughs) Sean Patrick Doherty. Doherty. D A U G H E R T Y. Oh. Does he have a bow tie on in the picture you're looking at? 
Oh, wait. No, it's just his face. Hold on. Let me. Oh, okay. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> So yes, cute, right? Zoom in. Yes, a little polka dotted mm-hmm. bow tie or whatever. Yes. That's so oh nice. no, it's a Steelers bow tie. Aw. Oh, cute. How oh, cute. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. No, this guy. This this he needs. He needs somebody to look into this more. And if the FBI mm-hmm. came in, they wouldn't have given up on this. And if they, find, I don't believe that. Right. If they find that he did. That the, all the evidence points to that, then okay, right. But like, let's just do a better job. Let's just like, let's do more. Yeah, yeah. I highly I recommend signing the petition for the family. Um, just because like it's it's eighty two hundred signatures. This should be bigger, mm-hmm. I think, than it is. It's like I had never heard of it. Have you ever? caught wind of any like no Mm-mm. never i don't know how Brittany did i didn't even ask her that but no like, his face doesn't even look familiar you know like if it, it, it like flashed across the screen and i you know didn't have the right. volume on or anything i don't know i've never even seen him right i don't like that so i just think it needs to be investigated again yeah that's my opinion no 100 percent. i believe that too yes yeah we need justice for sean patrick doherty you love his name I do so love his much. Name. It's like so cute. Say I it. Do. Say his name, girl. I am saying it. his name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, Brittany, thanks for bringing this to our attention and to everyone's mm-hmm. attention, I feel like, since I'm not seeing it anywhere. Right. Um, and thank you for diving in, too. Gosh. You're welcome. Thanks for sticking with me. That was a lot. Like so many times you were like, I am so overwhelmed. <laughs> well, I mean, my, I think my face was saying it all. I was like, what? What? Yeah. What is happening? Yeah. And it's almost like I felt like I was, must have been mishearing something. Like you right. must have said something that I missed because I don't get why we're coming to this conclusion at all so, so quickly. quickly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Well, you guys. I know you guys are going to have some sort of opinion on this. So please mm-hmm. let us know. Sign the petition. Go to yep. our show notes. Do you put, no, we don't usually put it, maybe even put it in the Facebook post or something or sure. I don't know. Like, yeah, I can absolutely do that. I can links link don't show up on, on profile. <laughs> I was, that's, that's what I was going to say. Cause links don't show up like in a post on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So we'd have to put it in like, the link profile or something that you can do it in Mm -hmm. in facebook you can put a link but anyway it's it's worth a second look that's all. yeah right yeah let's get that second look in there let's see what Mm -hmm. happens okay gosh well rest in peace sean patrick doherty absolutely yes (laughs) you're laughing at me because i have to say his whole name every time i love it (laughs) (laughs) but yes um and gosh, I really hope that his family gets more answers than just this and mm-hmm. better answers, better explanation. hundred percent. Exactly. Why they came to this. Like, just give them the explanation. That's all. It's all they want. Yeah. I get, it's, mm-hmm. It is all they want. Like, show us why you came to this conclusion. And if it's valid, then fine. Oh, anyway. Well, let us know what you guys think. I'm so mad. I'm so I know. Mad. I'm sorry. You just you ruined, ruined my your whole, Monday. Yeah. Just did the whole day, the whole week, the whole month. Thinking year, about it all maybe. day. Oh, I'm so gosh. dramatic. 
No, I am. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So go check us out over on the Patreon too. You, I yep. mean, there's not as frustrating cases as this one over there, but there's some doozies over there. So Absolutely. Um, and I don't, I'm literally at a loss for words. I'm so mad. Mm-hmm. I can't even think straight. I'm sorry. Because all that's going through my head is like all the things. I know, right? It's just like flying. <laughs> There's no documentaries the- on this. There's that's no what, I like watch some things. I know. That's what I'm saying. We gotta call Keith. You know, Keith would be all up in those investigators' like, faces. Yes. Like I can see converse. it in my head. Skinny jeans. Yeah. Leather jacket. Resting bitch face. Like yes. <laughs> Love me some Keith Morrison. Every me time too. we turn a dateline on, Emery's like, come on, Keith. Come on, Keith. He's so great. He's good at his job. That's all I'm saying. He is very good at his job. All right. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I will move on. Thank you for diving in. Go check us out on all of the platforms that are possibly out there. Let us know your opinion. Sign the change.org. And always remember, the world is scary. People suck. Hide in your closets. <laughs>